สวัสดีครับพี่พี่น้องทุกคนครับขอบคุณพระเจ้าสําหรับวันนี้ขอบคุณพระเจ้าสําหรับโอกาสที่จะร่วมนมัสการร่วมกัน Good morning, everyone. Morning, brothers and sisters. Thank you for coming today. We thank the Lord for today and for this opportunity to worship together. Um, this morning, I wanted to give a report on our ministry in Thailand and what God has been doing in Bangkla. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you so very much for the way that so many of you. Have loved and cared for us. Uh, I can't even put to words how much y'all mean to us. At least not without turning into a puddle of tears. So we won't do that this morning. But thank you uh, for each way that you have shown us um, love and encouraged our hearts. Uh, currently, we are serving. We are serving in Thailand. I don't know how to get this to work. There we go. That's us. Um, so most of you know already, but uh, we serve in Bangkla, Thailand, which is just east of Bangkok, in the province of Chachen Sao, which is that little red section over here on the on the left of the or the right of the screen. Um, Thailand is is predominantly a Buddhist country, with less than two percent ethnic Thais who are evangelical Christians. Uh, so more than ninety seven percent of Thailand are Uh, Buddhist, and historically pretty determined to remain so, uh, but we'll get into that later. Uh, many of the evangelical churches that are in Thailand have no culture of evangelism and no training uh, either, but it is getting better. Uh, the in the past, um, there has been a, a strained relationship with missionaries and the local church, um, and. The IMB has uh, sought to uh, change the mentality. Um, I would say repent of the former mentality um, to partner with churches now, uh, partner with the local church, uh, because we uh, it's very arrogant of us to think that we can do all the work that's needed to share the gospel among the nations and especially among uh, Thais. We need the Thai church and we need a healthy. Uh, Thai church in order to uh, reach Thailand, and so um, so it is getting better. Uh, many of the even uh, th there are some churches that are recognizing their need for discipleship, and um, especially for their youth and young adults. And uh, one of our desires is to help. Okay. Oh, this this is our supervisors, Dr. Doug and Cheryl, and they are the the doctors and the leader of uh, the ministries that we have in Bangkla. And this other couple on the the, the left hand side is uh, is Jonathan Derbyshire and Bethany Derbyshire. They're the ones that recruit us to Thailand, and they're the ones we work with in the disciples the discipleship efforts that. Uh, We're starting to to get off the ground, and we'll go into that a little bit later. But one of our desires is is to help young Thai believers to become church planters uh, throughout Thailand and Southeast Asia. But in order to do that, or any ministry in Thailand, we have to learn the language. And so, when we were originally scheduled to move to Thailand, the plan was to 
begin language learning as soon as we got there. Um, we didn't know how to say a single word yet, and even trying to write letters was very intimidating. Thai script is very squiggly, very different from, uh, from English. And so it, it appeared very daunting, but um, as soon as we finished our training in Virginia in the beginning of March 2020, um, as the rest of the world, uh, as you know, the rest of the world shut down because of COVID. And so we couldn't go. We ended up being stuck in Texas for 18 months and we had the Hancocks come visit us and the, the Hullets come visit us. And that was a tremendous blessing when we were itching to get to the field and just couldn't. Uh, it, was, it was really great to be able to have our, uh, our Alabama church family uh, with us in Texas for a little bit. Um, so we ended up being stuck, uh, but because our tutors were already in place in our city, we were able to start learning Thai every weekday online, studying about four hours each night on Zoom with our tutor and a couple of other girls who were planning to go as well. And when we finally got to go to Thailand in August of 2021, <clears throat> it was a huge blessing for us to be able to actually have conversations in Thai um, and basic uh, vocabulary to work with um, when we got there. So that really limited the amount of culture shock of, uh, of being in a completely new culture completely uh, new language. Um, so we were very thankful for, uh, for that opportunity to be able to, to actually speak to um, the immigration officers, speak to the uh, people in the airport, and be able to talk to people as soon as we got to Thailand. And when we were stuck in our quarantine hotel, be able to talk to uh, the hotel staff when they're bringing our food. Uh, so it was, it was really, really neat to be able to have that opportunity instead of not knowing anything. Um, and so Thai language is difficult um, and the culture is, uh, is very different from uh, Western culture. And so it's, it's like learning an intricate dance that uh, the Thai people have been perfecting and modifying for centuries. And so we mess up often. Um, and are constantly trying to deepen our understanding of, of not only the language, but also of the way that, uh, the way of thinking that guides it. And so the way they speak, the, the language often is a reflection of, of your culture and, and how you think about things. And so to understand Thai language helps in understanding um, their, their frame of mind, their mindset and their worldview. Um, and so, God has brought us amazing tutors into our lives. Uh, these, are, these are some of our amazing tutors in, in the pictures around here, the Thai people here. Um, and they are also strong believers, which is also very helpful since Thai uses almost two separate languages, one for a common language that you speak uh, to everyone, and then another for, uh, it's called a high language that they use for the king and when you're talking about God and biblical things. And so uh, it's very helpful to have uh, Thai believers who understand uh, these words and can help us learn the nuance so that we can use them effectively. Um, and then we get to go out and practice what we've learned in several different avenues of ministry alongside our American and, and Thai teammates. I've also been able to, uh, been tremendously blessed to be able to study with a, a, a Thai pastor who's nationally renowned uh, up in the top right corner he he was the 
he is an evangelist as well. And so it's been very helpful to, to learn Thai language from a Thai pastor who is also an evangelist, which is very rare in Thailand. And so uh, uh, my, my biblical Thai is very good. My conversational Thai is very poor. Uh, Wallace's conversational Thai, excellent. And her biblical tie is not quite there. So as a team, we work together very well <laughs> in uh, complementing complimenting our strengths. Um, but uh, so when, when you're sharing with a tie person, uh, what we, one of the things we need to learn is when you're sharing with a Thai Buddhist is that uh, well, you learn how to share it in, order, in a way that makes sense. Uh, because the Thai Buddhist has no concept of the gospel. Their worldview is vastly different from the Western worldview. Uh, here in the West and in Europe and the Spanish-speaking world, um, and even those in the Muslim worldview, uh, have frameworks to have a starting point to understand um, the gospel. For Thai Buddhists, there's nothing. Uh, well, there, there is some, but they don't know that. And so we, we use those... Uh, uh, little similarities, and I'll explain that in, in a second. But in Buddhism, there is no God. There's no creation story. There are spirits and karma and luck, and um, there's demigods and demons um, that they believe in, but know very little about. So they're, try they're trying to appease the spirits and earn merit and hope for more luck by having more merit so that uh, in many cases, we're working from ground zero um, when we're sharing the gospel. Uh, they do, however, have a concept of sin and heaven and hell. They know that everyone is a sinner. Uh, they would agree with Scripture from Romans 3.23 when, uh, when Paul says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, at least that all have sinned part. But uh, and they believe that when they die, they, they will go to heaven and spend enough time there that measures up to the amount of good works that they've done, the merit that they've, they've earned. Um, and so it's based on their works. And then when their merit or their time has run out, they will spend time in hell until their sins or their bad karma have run out. And then they'll be reincarnated and, and start the whole process again. Uh, or vice versa. I've heard it both ways. So uh, what, I've, what we've learned in Thailand is that uh, many Thais don't really know very much of what uh, Buddhist scriptures actually teach. And so it's very important for us to learn what it is that they actually believe uh, so that we can uh, have a, a starting point to, to reference from when we're sharing the gospel. Um, so they do believe that there is a heaven and hell, um, but we need to, to learn what, so we need to use what their idea of that concept and, and help them to, to hear the truth and share the truth of scripture. Um, most of the times we start from creation to the cross because they have no creation story and they don't know the owner of heaven is what our, our uh, supervisor likes to say. Um, if, if you're trying to get to heaven, you have to know the owner of heaven and there are, uh, and the Bible tells us how we can know the owner of heaven, because if you don't know him, you're not getting in. And uh, so um, 
there, there actually is a saying in Thailand that sin is sin and merit is merit and merit cannot atone for sin. Um, so they know that. So they have no hope of uh, paying for the sin that they know that they have. Um, and so what they're trying to do is outweigh the bad in a futile attempt to have a better life next time or actually probably even just to have more luck in this life. Um, so I would say that behind the, the world-renowned Thai smile, Thais are known to be very friendly. Um, they are very afraid and they have no hope. And so our prayer is that God would call many to himself, that he would save them, and that in their faith in Christ Jesus, they might have hope. Um, and Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so we have several avenues of ministry that our team uh, that our team uses. One of them is Thai Country Trim. This is a uh, handicraft business. We, all, we call it TCT for short. And it is a uh, for-profit business, but it gives amazing opportunities of uh, ministry to both men and women all across Thailand in situations that we would probably have no contact. Um, and the TCT's primary product right now is their handcrafted ornaments that are sold all over Europe in souvenir shops and in the U.S. Um, they sell ornaments in the White House. Um, they sell all throughout London, especially. They have specially designed ornaments for each location, such as London Bridge, Westminster Abbey, the Eiffel Tower, Mount Vernon, and, and the White House, and some important prominent figures of the past. Um, and these ornaments are very meticulously cut and stitched and glued and stuffed uh, <clears throat> by women and some men across Thailand at around more than a dozen uh, of uh, TCT centers throughout the country. And each center is set up with either a local Thai pastor, local church, or a missionary that's leading the center. Um, and so that each week when they turn in their work and pick up their next batch of of ornaments to work on or instructions. Um, they, they get to hear uh, the gospel. They have a gospel presentation. They have a little worship service. Um, and they get to hear the gospel in situations where they would never have any opportunity. Many Thais, uh, they don't know a Christian and they don't even know anyone who knows a Christian. And so any opportunity that we can have to, uh, to share the gospel is uh, is very important and so many of of the people that work especially at the tct center in bangkla have chosen to follow christ and there are many throughout the country that have chosen to follow christ through the ministry of thai country trim uh, through the uh, faithful witnessing of the tct leaders um, and it's also led to several churches being planted out of those centers and the main centers in our town and we've really loved getting to know and serve alongside the people working there. Um, and uh, the main center has a Bible study every morning at 8 a.m. Uh, before starting work. And it's very encouraging to see the team grow strong in their passion and their love for the Lord. And uh, we would have uh, language lessons in the same building that the TCT is, it, uh, operates. And so we get to hear the, the ladies singing 
as they're singing worship service or worship songs before they do their Bible study um, while we're studying Thai. And it's it's a uh, it, it's a beautiful noise to hear. Um, and they really see the importance of their work, not only to provide income for their families, but also um, to spread the gospel throughout Thailand, because um, a lot of these ladies are also, um, well, some, not a lot, some of these ladies are also going with us out to some of the, the more distant centers and uh, uh, partnering in evangelism and sharing the gospel with these other Thai ladies that, that are, um, making ornaments for us. And so Wallace has also gotten to be a part of some of the product development and training for new products that are sold throughout the earth. Some of the, some of the products that Wallace has helped develop are sold through the WMU Worldcraft website. And so this is uh, a center that's in Northern Thailand. And the lady who leads it is named Wanpen. And she has a, literal open door to her community. Her door is always open and she plays worship music in her room as she's working and is always willing to help out people with sewing repairs and um, train them to do TCT work. Um, and as she teaches or helps, she shares the gospel with them. And so there's a box of, there's also a box of tracks outside for anyone to take on her front porch and on the sign on her front door shares about God's almighty power. And, um, uh, when Wallace came back from that trip to, to train her and how to make uh, these cup towels, uh, she was just so excited telling me all about what uh, Juan Penn and the center there is doing. Um, so hopefully one day I'll get to go visit. We'll see. But uh, so one of our other ministries is a clinic. The original anchor for our team in Bangkla was a hospital. But as a government hospital was opened up in town and bigger ones built nearby, uh, there was no longer need a physical need for the ministry at, at the clinic to be a hospital any longer. And actually the, the missionary doctors who worked there had very little time to do ministry outside of the hospital. So Dr. Doug, um, our supervisor, decided to downgrade the hospital to be a clinic and he kept some of the core, stronger uh, believers that were on staff, and, um, and those believers would become the teams that he would, uh, the national partners that he would put into teams to do ministry outreach and church planting efforts in some target locations. The national staff have been um, a tremendous help, especially for us. It's very encouraging that they don't do anything alone. And so we always go out in groups. We're always with uh, Thai partners um, because for me, it would be very scary to go by myself, very little Thai, to go just talk and share the gospel and teach someone that has a completely different worldview. Uh, we have completely different levels of language communication and uh, it's a very, that thought would be just very anxiety inducing for me. Um, but I don't have to. We have Thai partners that help us. We still do share the gospel in Thai, um, uh, but they're helping fill the gaps and they're also helping uh, explain the context in, in areas that we just, uh, we will uh, hardly ever fully understand. Um, 
unless we've been there for 30 years. And so it, it's a tremendous blessing to have the, the, uh, our, our Thai partners uh, working with us. And actually when COVID shut the world down, the clinic and everything was pretty much shut down too. And so we couldn't do outreach ministries for a long time. And then finally, when things started opening up, uh, we had to, uh, everyone was just itching to get back in the vans and go out and do evangelism and do ministry. And we, had, we, had, we would have our vans full every time we'd go out. We'd have to kick people out, say, sorry, you can't come this time. You can come next time, maybe. Uh, and so that was really encouraging to see that as well. They, were, uh, they had not uh, forgotten the, the importance of, of ministry in Thailand. Um, and so outside of Bang Kla, we have a recent church plant in a town called Blang Yao. And one of the clinic staff is, is pastoring there now. And uh, we also have a brand new community of believers that hopefully soon will be ready to be formed into a church in a town called Banpo. And there are two more provinces that still have no church. Um, and have very few, if any, believers in Rajasan and Klangkun. Um, and so these are some of the pictures of some of the ministry outings that we've done as, as a team. Um, and uh, in the middle picture, um, this lady, she uh, broke her hip, shattered it. And so she had to she was very, uh, it was very difficult for her to get around in her house. It's two levels. And in order to get into the main portion of her house, she has to climb up. Well, she had to climb up uh, uh, stairs, which were crumbly cinder blocks and broken plastic buckets to get up with a broken shattered hip. And so it was very difficult for her to get in and out of her, her house. And so me and, and one of our, uh, church members at another, at another church who is a welder. I designed up some stairs for him and asked if he could, if he could make it for us. And so he built these beautiful stairs. Normally he makes these stainless steel decorative fences that, um, that people put outside their houses. And so he made this beautiful set of stairs. It was great. And so we brought it, we delivered it to her house and uh, she was able to actually get up into her house again and she was very uh, incredibly thankful for it. Um, but her daughter uh, saw what the church was doing for her and how much we loved her and cared for her. We would go visit her every week, have a Bible study, and we built these stairs for her. And so her daughter came to know Christ through seeing uh, the uh, compassion that we had for one another. And then her sister also came to know Christ. And so it's been... Uh, just, we, we built a set of stairs. It was my part in, in that whole story. And we got to see uh, how God is moving in, in the lives of, of, now I'm drawing a blank, what her name is. Uh, yeah, but, Barbara Biep, there we go. Um, and so, Barbara Biep and Banoy are the two ladies. And uh, yeah, it's been a tremendous blessing to see uh, God moving in, uh, in Blang Yao. And so the church planting in Banpo, this is the, uh, one of our targets in, that in our state of Cha Chung Sao, there's three 
regions that still have no uh, church. And Bonpo is, is, the, is our family's target that we're um, hoping, Lord willing, when we move back to Thailand, we'll be moving to Bonpo to focus our ministry efforts there. It's about 30 minutes away from Bangkla, and there has been evangelism of some sort, <clears throat> of some amount happening there for over 50 years. Um, but it's only been within the past seven years that Dr. Doug and the clinic staff have done uh, focused, concentrated efforts uh, for evangelism in Bonpo. And it started with English lessons at a local high school and an evangelistic after-school English club called Summit Club. And there were two students that became Christians uh, through that, and one of them fell away. And another girl named Anne, who's helped teach our kids, uh, Ty, and it's just been a, a tremendous blessing to our family, but also to, um, to the ministry in, in, in Bangkla. She's moved to Bangkla now. Um, although, well, now she's moved off to college. So we have to, we, every, time, every chance we get when she's back in town, we steal her away. Um, but uh, she's really blossomed in her faith and we've, we've gotten to see her grow. And we've gotten to see the surprise on her teacher's faces when we tell them how much she's changed because she was a rebel and she was uh, a very poor student, always getting in trouble. Uh, and now uh, she's a very strong uh, believer and her world is, her life is just completely changed. And uh, many of her teachers actually don't believe us when we tell, her, when we tell them that, um, except when they see her, when, when we had our um, English camp, they see that she is different and they still don't understand. We'll tell them why. I mean, our English camps were, we're sharing the gospel. Our, our, when we teach English in the schools, we're doing it through uh, Bible stories and we're sharing the gospel in the school. And, uh, and it's also a, just a testament that um, you won't understand unless the, the Holy Spirit calls you. And so one fell away and one moved to Bangkla. Uh, so then we had no more believers living in Bampo. And then COVID hits and shuts everything down for two years. And our team had, had very little contact with Bonpo except for the English club, Summit Club, that we had moved to online. And then when things started to open up, uh, most people were still so afraid of COVID that we really couldn't do any evangelism. We couldn't do any door-to-door any -door evangelism. We couldn't do any uh, Bible camps. We couldn't do any uh, evangelistic, uh, the, the normal evangelistic efforts that we, would, that we had been doing. Um, nobody wanted to talk to strangers, especially foreigners. So as our team was meeting in Bonpo and uh, at a gas station coffee shop, we were praying for ideas and opportunities to start evangelism efforts again in Bonpo. Uh, just asking the Lord to, to show us what to do to give us opportunities. And we started to realize that people were much more open to talk at this gas station coffee shop. Um, so we invited some of the students from the English camp or English club uh, to have Bible study with us at the coffee shop. And after a while, two of those students trusted in Christ. And one of the employees was curious as to what we were doing each week, meeting uh, with these Thai students. And her supervisor gave her time off to have breaks while we were there so she could hear. And uh, then she came to faith as well. Uh, so then we started teaching English at the school again. We uh, had a, a summer English camp and we uh, 
we're able to open the Bonpo TCT Center and some of our clinic staff started doing street evangelism at the markets. And through that, some people came to trust in Christ and we got to hear about uh, one, of the, their, one of their neighbors that moved in from Bangkok, who is the new elementary school principal. He was a believer, he was a Christian and he had been driving to Bangkok. He was a Baptist Christian too, driving to Bangkok uh, on Sundays, and so now he comes to church with us, uh, and he's asked us to come do English at the elementary school as well. And he actually said we asked him if we wanted if he wanted us to do an after school uh, club like we did at the, the high school. And he said no, 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 because I have to get waivers. Just if you come teach during class, I don't have to ask permission. You're teaching English. You teach whatever you want. Just come during during uh, class time, and so we do. Um, and the kids have gotten to, to join me in, in doing that. And uh, so it's been really fun to be able to see that. Uh, so before long, we had a handful of believers in Bonpo. And last summer, one of our greatest joys uh, that we've gotten to experience was we had the first baptism ever in Bonpo in the history of the world. Since the foundation of the world, there has not been a body of believers worshiping God in Bonpo. Uh, and uh, now there is, and Lord willing, Within a few weeks, they'll start meeting for worship every Sunday, and hopefully soon uh, there'll be a new uh, church established there. Um, and so that's uh, that's our hope is to see a growing, thriving church in Bonpo. Um, and one of the other ministries is ties sending ties. This is this was the reason we came to Thailand. Um, one of our long-term hopes is to see young Thai believers answer the call of the Great Commission to be discipled and trained as church planters um, and go out all throughout Thailand. And eventually, my hope is to see them go throughout Southeast Asia as well. Um, we are working on, on the discipleship and training programs to equip churches and young believers to fulfill the Great Commission. And we recently had a, a week-long camp before we came back to the States where the students got to get a deep dive into the redemptive story of the Bible from creation to the cross. Um, that was neat because they had never seen that. They had never heard that whole story of, of from creation to the cross, the redemptive story of, of God working uh, to redeem mankind from our sin. And uh, so that was, it was exciting to see their excitement. It was encouraging to see their excitement. And this spring, Lord willing, we'll, be, um, we'll have a little bit longer form training and, and deployment program called Timothy Project, where we will disciple and train and use young Thai uh, students for evangelism and ministry efforts. This year, we're gonna be basing in Bonpo. So we're gonna be using these Thai believers to do ministry with us in Bonpo. Uh, and so we're also seeing more churches interested in learning how to disciple their young, uh, their young adults and students and asking us to help teach them how to do that. Um, and that's, that is a big step uh, for the Thai church because <clears throat> there, was no, there was nothing going on before. Uh, no discipleship happening with, especially amongst young believers, young Thai believers. The only, many churches did have a new believers class in Sunday school. But outside of, of the church, there's no evangelism in most churches. Um, it's just come to church and that's it. 
And so it's been encouraging to see churches realize that that's not what we're called to do. We're not called to just come to church and worship. We're called to come to church and worship, but we're called to go forth and proclaim the gospel to our neighbors, our friends, our family. Uh, <clears throat> and so we're seeing churches understand that and, uh, and hopefully more churches will be sending their students to Bible Camp and Timothy Project, and hopefully more churches will be uh, more interested in learning how to train up their young believers. So, <clears throat> how you can pray for us. Uh, some ways in which you can pray for us is first off, for a smooth transition back to Thailand in March. Um, there'll be a lot of moving parts. We're still working on the visa right now for Zachary. So hopefully that'll all work out uh, in time. Uh, and then for God to prepare a house for us in Bonpo that meets not only our family needs, but our ministry needs as well. Um, Bonpo is a kind of a transient place. They have a lot of factories. And so there aren't very many houses with three bedrooms and two bathrooms. Um, and the ones that do are, are really tiny, really, really tiny. <laughs> and so we're, uh, we're praying that God would show us uh, the right place that we can not only just live, but we can have people over to our house and do discipleship and fellowship with, uh, with the, the local church. Um, and then also for wisdom and grace as we do ministry and raise our children. Uh, and because we all need wisdom and grace on how to raise our children and how to do ministry. Um, <clears throat> and then for, for us to rely on the Lord to equip and enable us to fulfill each of the ministry opportunities that God gives us. Uh, right now, thankfully, we have too many opportunities that we can take advantage of. And so it's very easy to get overwhelmed with all of, of what can be done. And so prayer for wisdom and, and what to do. And uh, for us to rely on the Lord to equip us and not to fall into the trap of trying to do it ourselves and trying to do it out of our own strength and energy um, because we'll fall short very quick, um, especially in, in another uh, culture. Uh, and then finally, for open and soft hearts in the Thai people that God is drawing to himself. Um, it's been amazing. Dr. Doug has said that in the 30 years he's lived in Thailand, Never before has he seen so many people coming to Christ and staying. Uh, it's been, you used to be able to hear from missionaries who would spend 20 years in Thailand and never seeing uh, more than one or two people trust in the Lord. And uh, for the Derbyshires, they see many trust uh, and then fall away. <clears throat> but they've never seen before so many coming to the Lord in such a short time and staying in uh, having a true faith in Christ. And so we're, we're very thankful for the, the long uh, perseverance that they've had in uh, doing ministry for 30 years in Thailand and for the other missionaries, especially the ones who did work in Bonpo and would go prayer walking and, and Evan do evangelism uh, long before we were even born. And now finally, we're getting to see the fruit of, of 
their faithfulness that God has, has blessed um, Bonpo. So uh, I don't know if we want to do, uh, we have time for questions or if um, I'm up for anything. 